Hello and welcome back to Equity. My name is Alex. I'm here with the crew and this is an Equity Shot. We are live on a Twitter space because Twitter is making news. No, it's not another small acquisition or a feature update or the fact that they still haven't given TweetDeck all the love that it deserves. No, ladies and gentlemen, my friends, Jack is stepping down. And with me today to talk about this, I have the ever-present and excellent Natasha Moscarenas. Natasha, hello. How is Jersey? Jersey's even better since you started this podcast with alliteration. I'm just so happy to be here. It's exactly my type of spot. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. My, my caffeine has kicked in. Also on the show, we have Amanda Silberling. Amanda and I covered this breaking news this morning. Amanda, say hello and tell everyone where you are. Hello. I am currently with family in Florida where it is about 70 degrees, which is about as cold as it gets here. It's been under 32, which is zero in uh, European standard. And I've been freezing cold. Anyways, Same. <laughs> enough about all that. The big news is that Jack announced this morning that he's going to step down as CEO of Twitter and that he will be leaving the board in a couple of months. Natasha, so we saw this break as a rumor and then pretty quickly confirmed. How uh, did you feel initially? Oh, my gosh. I feel like Jack is obviously a first name known CEO. So whenever one of those people step down, it's insane news. But I think his choice to also leave the board of directors was like a double whammy for lack of better phrasing. Usually you see CEOs of this prominence when they leave to still have a foot in the business. But the fact that he's, I guess, planning to leave entirely just to separate from Twitter and I'm guessing focus on other things, which we'll get into, just came up as super striking. So Amanda, walk us through the, the personnel changes here. We have a new CEO. We have a new chairman of the board, I also believe. The new CEO is Parag Agarwal, who was formerly the CTO. And he joined as an engineer in 2011, which Jack pointed out in the email. Isn't that cool? Like you can join as an engineer and then be CEO of Twitter. <laughs> and then on the board. It's Brett Taylor, uh, right? Yes, it is Brett Taylor, who's the COO of Salesforce, I believe. Yeah, he's one of, one of the heirs apparent over at Salesforce, if you will. And if my memory serves, also the former CTO of Facebook, because he got brought into that company when he sold, I think, wasn't it FriendFeed back in the day? I'm really digging back into my Silicon Valley product memory here. But I, I, I'm amazed at Brett Taylor's ability to apparently work everywhere. I need to meet this guy because he, he's either way smarter than I think or way more charismatic. But he will be taking over Jack's place at the executive chairman level. And so I think we're going to see, Natasha, a founder-free Twitter. I mean, we've had different CEOs from the founding trio and so forth. But I think this is going to be the end of that era. I want to give a shout out to Jack's iconic personal news tweet that he posted minutes, maybe an hour after the rumor first broke. He basically posted the email he had sent to all of Twitter, which reportedly, according to Casey Newton, has a day off today. Jack titled his resignation email fly. Ha ha. There's a, a couple quotes I think we should give a shout out to. Yes. Uh, do you want to start with the founder-led one? So basically, he was like, there's a lot to talk about, about the importance of a company being founder-led. Ultimately, I believe that that's severely limiting and a single point of failure. I've worked hard to ensure this company can break away from its founding and founders. And then he goes on to list three reasons uh, as for why he's leaving. Yeah. I mean, at first, you know, you think about this comment in the abstract, it's like, okay, it kind of makes sense. But then when you put it in the current context of Silicon Valley, it's a bit of a countercultural, counter-narrative, relatively dissonant perspective because we have seen venture capitalists really come around to the idea that founder-led businesses are the way to go. In the old days, you know, VCs would demand the startups hire professional CEOs. 
And that fell by the wayside at the same time as venture funding became more founder friendly, kind of an unsurprising shared direction there. But here's Jack saying that that's not great. It creates a single point of failure, or you might even say a couple of points if there's multiple founders still at the company. And then Natasha, there's also a note in here about ego that I thought was particularly interesting in when she kind of compares uh, staying on as a founder CEO to be something akin to an active ego. Um, it's towards the bottom. He says, uh, and there are many founders that choose their company over their own ego. Whew, that's That's quite the statement. I will ask too, I don't know how much both of you paid attention to this, but I, I remember there being an attempt to make Jack leave the company a year and a half ago, right? So is this, does this feel like he was subtweeting that or addressing it at all? Amanda, were you paying attention when, when that drama was first going down? I was not at TechCrunch yet, so my memory is not as accurate as maybe Alex's would be, but I kind of wondered if it's a shot at Facebook slash Meta but maybe I'm just creating drama here. I do think that Jack has subtweeted Facebook many times. And I do think that over on the Facebook slash meta side, we are seeing situations of is Zuckerberg's ego negatively affecting the company? I don't know. I think you both raising uh, very good points. Natasha, to your point, I think it was Elliott Capital Management that was, uh, you know, agitating a year and a half ago to get Jack removed. They came to some sort of agreement, you know, they, they hashed it out behind closed doors. But the complaint there was that Jack has two jobs. One is leading Square, a consumer and business focused fintech company. And then the other was running Twitter, which is the international watering hole of the dweebosphere, which is, to be clear, not the same business. I mean, right. so, you know, there's there's a reasonable point to be made, though I'll just throw out there that I think Twitter's had the best six months in recent memory in the last six months. And so he's leaving on a bit of a high, but almost a surprising moment because think about the product work they've done. I mean, like, this is the Twitter we always wanted. I am almost ready to say, Jack, please don't leave because it's finally good and you leaving might fuck it up, maybe. We kind of have a running joke at TechCrunch on the consumer side of how there's just new Twitter product news like all the time. It's so constant. I mean, in the past couple of months, now there's Twitter Blue, the subscription service, and Alex is dancing on the Zoom. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's Twitter spaces where we are currently. There's talks about Twitter accepting Bitcoin tips and letting people show NFTs on their profile, which I know we want to get into later. Twitter's potential pivot toward crypto and interest in that. There's also been so many acquisitions like Revue, a newsletter service, which you probably see in people's profiles that have revenue newsletters. It's like right there under their bio, they acquired Threader. Like they've just been making a lot of moves, which is pretty unprecedented for this company that has like over the past years before this year, pretty much not really iterated on the product, but now they're doing so much. I, I, I'm scared that Jack leaving might, might derail that, but he seems to have Complete confidence in the new CEO. The board gave him unanimous consent. And to be clear, that's kind of an obvious thing because you don't want to have like one member of the board being like, I really prefer Jackie. And then it's non-unanimous. So it's kind of a standard show of support, but still it does matter to a degree. And, you know, having a, a highly technical, that he was the CTO, lead the company may in, you know imply that the product side will continue to stay towards the front of the business versus say the business side of it. 
if you want to have a company develop good products, generally speaking, putting the accountants in charge is not the way to go. The, the choice does give me some hope, but like, I still have a lot of ideas about how to make Twitter better. Uh, and, and I've even actually talked to a, a Twitter team or two about my views because I talk about it a lot. And so I, I'm hopeful that they keep up this momentum, Natasha. But shall we talk about crypto a little bit? Yeah, let's do it. So Parag has a connection to a lot of Twitter's crypto efforts. Amanda, there was a recent hire, I believe, that's reporting to him and kind of gave us a window into what Twitter will be focusing on. Can you walk us through that? A couple of weeks ago, I wrote about how Twitter appointed a head of crypto, which is Tess Renierson. And at the time when I talked to Twitter about this, they said that Tess and her team would be working closely with Parag on building Twitter's future in crypto and the decentralized web. I think this also connects to on TechCrunch, there was a big feature that Lucas Matney wrote about the Blue Sky Project, which is housed under Twitter as a more broad project toward decentralizing the web, not just toward decentralizing Twitter, but decentralizing social media generally. And of course, when we talk about decentralization web three, we're talking about hosting applications on blockchains and getting into all the fun crypto stuff. So I do think it's interesting that you have somebody like Jack, who is obviously somebody who's really into crypto and has like hashtag Bitcoin as his Twitter bio, which I find very funny. And then the new CEO is also somebody who has demonstrated interest in building out crypto on Twitter. Okay. So I've been on Twitter for 6,000 years now, I think since like 2008, somewhere in there. So what is that? 13 years. And do you guys remember when Twitter didn't work and it broke all the time and like it, 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 it failed way old famously? Well, here's my thought. They finally got Twitter to work most of the time, generally speaking across platforms. It's pretty good. You know, I get a fail well once a week, maybe at most. Can you imagine Twitter running on the blockchain? Like, what am I going to do? Pay a fucking gas fee to send a tweet? Like, like, none of that sounds good. Like, centralization of hosting web services is a way to make them fast. That's why we have data centers around the world and load balancers and th companies like Cloudflare, right? I mean, my gosh, this stuff matters. Fastly wouldn't have a business if it wasn't a business. Uh, decentralized Twitter just sounds slow and, and, and bad to me. So I'm not into that. But of course, the company will do something with Bitcoin because it's where, I mean, Twitter is the social network of cryptocurrency as far as I can tell. I definitely don't see them trying to rebuild the whole platform on the blockchain. And I hope that ages well as, as a statement. But I, I do see like them constantly with a lot of their focus on creators having this really natural collaboration with crypto coming up. Like there is something that will blend nicely with NFTs and hosting your own content and then owning it and getting money for it. That feels really in line with how people talk about the promise of Web3. Having someone who's bullish on it, not that they didn't with Jack, but having someone who's bullish on it like Parag, seems like Jack's way of probably keeping Twitter in a spot where that gets to be not just like a side thought of the conversation, but fully part of their strategy going forward. I think this also points to some general questions around skeptics of the decentralized web, where it's like, yes, as Natasha said, there is a sense of creator ownership that comes up a lot when we talk about NFTs. But at the same time, I wonder, does the Twitter tip jar also solve that? <laughs> or does Bitcoin solve this? <laughs> to, yeah. to use the joke, the Twitter chip jar is a 
good feature because I think a lot of the critics of web two and like proponents of web three will say like, isn't it wild that on Twitter you post thousands of tweets, but you don't get money if your tweet goes mega viral, except when random companies slide into your DMs being like, hey, if you post this link to a galaxy light, we'll give you $25. Kind of going back to like the point we were making earlier on like how much Twitter has done in the past year and what a choice for Jack to leave now. It does kind of feel like why not leave when your company is put together and you no longer need to handle the fire? He gets to ride Twitter's success to wherever he goes next, whether that's doubling down on Square or starting a new company, which I wouldn't be surprised if he does. So I feel like Jack leaving and for optics wise seems like a great time too. But I'm so sad. I just realized because now we will no longer have Jack at the congressional hearings looking like he just came out of a log cabin deep in the woods. That's so true. Banjo over his shoulder, corncob pipe in his mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> like to Jack, Jack was a, is a, is a, is a weird dude. And I don't say that as a diss. I, I mean that as like an actual compliment, he's someone who has consistently charted his own path and not really bowed down to, you know, custom. And if you look at the other CEOs during these congressional hearings, you see essentially a 2014 Instagram Ikea background and a very, very lame suit from Men's Warehouse. Jack would show up looking like a drifter from the 20s. You know, I mean, I'm going to miss that kind of you attitude that he, that he brought to the, the Twitter world. I hope that Parag is equally strange. I will say Parag being on those hearings excites me because as like a brown person, it is really exciting now that like we have so many of the biggest companies run by people who grew up in India. Yeah. I think someone made a list. It was like Google, Microsoft, Adobe, IBM, Palo Alto Networks, and now Twitter. And um, that means my parents will forever hold me to the <laughs> higher standards. But it's fucking dope that we're out here. And now everyone's gonna have to learn how to pronounce Parag Agarwal and... Um, I'm excited for that. <laughs> I mean, just to add a little note to that about kind of the, the broader Indian, you know, startup scene, TechCrunch reported this morning that Slice just raised, uh, I think it's $200 million at a billion dollar valuation. And what's really funny about that particular news story is that the company was worth $200 million total in June. And so if you want to know how fast things are moving in the Indian domestic startup scene, there's a good example of it. So it's not a huge shock to see so many... Um, Indian uh, tech leaders running uh, major American companies, though I would love to see some some more brown women uh, in the CEO roles. It, it's it's nice to see some brown men, but it, it's certainly not the the final conclusion that I think we're looking for in the diversity front. But uh, moving towards the conclusion, uh, Twitter shares up on the news that uh, it's going to get an actual full time CEO at last instead of a part time dilettante. Uh, Square shares were up a little bit less. Seems to be less of a reaction there. And I didn't check Facebook stock because I don't care. That's that's my take. I'll just say this. I, I will say that Jack gave us lots of conversation fodder on the founder led front. I think it was a good subtweet of Zuckerberg meta at all. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you thought the tech year was done, ha, nope. Apparently we're going to be doing this. Uh, and of course, Equity will be back Wednesday morning with our usual show. But uh, Natasha, Amanda, a real treat. Chris, thank you for producing this. And uh, we'll talk to you all soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.